It's your radio, the future of radio. Good evening and happy Valentine's Day to one and all. Tonight, we hope to have our tarot card reader. I haven't talked to her today, so I'm not quite sure she's going to be here. We have Richard Halpern calling in tonight. Um, and Al Jolson is going to croon us a tune. That will be something special, I believe. Uh, I don't think that Austin Powers is around. I think he's out uh, saving the world from midgets or whatever. So perhaps he won't be around to read us a poem. But I do have a couple of guys here that are just dying to give us a poem. So to start our show tonight, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to have some love poetry. Hold on. Valentine's can do the math. More than one is none. Intimacy is intimate, else one must be alone. One can be a valentine only if one will take one for oneself, and then let the heart be still. Valentines are all in one, parent, child, friend, pet and plaything, counselor, nurse, guide, journey's end. Valentines are never perfect, though they patient prove. What one can expect of them depends upon one's love. Wow, just makes my heart go pitter-patter. That was so cool. I'd like you to welcome... Hello. I'd like you to welcome our co-host. Corey is here tonight. Corey, say hello. Hello. Does the sound sound... Does the sound sound okay? Sounding good. So, Corey, this is your 16th Valentine's Day coming right up. You've had 15 in the past. Which was your best one? Do you remember any of them? Um, probably probably none, none of them were really great as far as romantic-wise. Romantic this year, I hope, will be a little bit more, except my girlfriend's working this year on Valentine's Day, so um, probably I'll be seeing her Sunday. So. Ooh, that's kind of special. What's your girlfriend's name? My girlfriend's name's Alicia. Kind of cute, too, because I've met her. I guess I'd better have met her. Duh. Well, you wouldn't have to have met her, but it's probably good you did. It probably is. I see I have another caller here. I'm going to bring him in. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello, hello. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Are you there? Hello, hello. I don't think they're there. Okay. Well, they're, they're gone, so whoever you are, try to call back in. I'm on my way to the chat room. Oh, there's, there's my tarot lady. Um... Okay, so, first off, everyone, I'd like to invite every single one of you, each and every one of you, to call in to the show at 646-716-9034 and tell, tell me about your love stories uh, for the Valentine's Day season. I'd love to give advice, too, if possible. Um, I'd, I'd be glad to. So please do call in at 646-716-9034. And our tarot card lady is here. There you, oops, there you are. Here I am. Happy Valentine's Day. And to you, and how I are you today? It's been one of those days. It's been pretty hectic. I've had people in and out uh, all day long. Um, I cleaned ho a house on Friday for uh, somebody else. So, needless to say, I did that this morning, then I came home, and, oh, my gosh, I'm an old lady. I took a nap. And then everybody <laughs> decided to come to the house. So, uh, we have we have a guest in, in, um, in our chat room, and I don't have any other callers on the line, so uh, you and I can just chit-chat. Maybe you want to tell me 
what romance is in my future. Would you like to well, do that? sure, sure. What do I need to tell you? Well, first, I wanted what I want to do is I'm going to light a candle, and I have my rose crystal. So we're going to bring lots of love into the room. Oh, sweet. So let me do that. And then another thing I'd like for you. Sorry. Um, another thing I'd like you to do, if you could, it's a little off topic, but could you please remind me when we've reached the halfway of the hour? Because there's another candle to light at the halftime. Okay. okay. Um, during our show this evening, I'm going to give you a little break about uh, uh, probably about 7.15. And Al Jolson is going to visit us. And he's going to tune us a tune, a Valentine's tune. And so that gives you the opportunity to go get um, um, whatever it is you drink, whether it be green tea, hot coffee, um, a glass of wine, a <laughs> champagne, the bubbly. You know, it could be any of those things. And people out there, we have um, Roseanne here with us tonight. She will be get, telling you about the romance in the future and other things that happen to pop up. Um, the call-in number is 646-716-9034. Talk to Roseanne. Have your cards read. You can talk to me, mainly Lloyd. You can talk to Corey. You can tell us about uh, your best Valentine's Day ever. And I can tell you about mine right now. They're all good as long as somebody brings me a box of candy. <laughs> Give me a box of candy, and I'm one happy girl. So, at the halfway mark. So, I'm going to type our call-in number here. People in the chat room, feel free to call in, get your cards read. And you'd think I'd know this number by now, wouldn't you? 646 9034, give us a call. I'm surprised that Casey's not here. She loves, she loves when you're on the show. I just sent her a reminder that you were on tonight. And um, well, you know, Loey, <laughs> we talked about this possibility, but it wasn't until I got around looking on the computer around noontime that I found out I was going to be on. <laughs> Are you serious? Because I thought, I thought, I thought with our emails you know, I was, that we kind of set it up. Yep, and for some you know what happened? I'll take a minute. Last night at um around ten thirty, mm-hmm. my daughter and I had, you know, one of those Uh-oh. moments. You, everybody needs to know you have a teenager. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, a ready to graduate from high school teenager. Um and we had one of those moments that <clears throat> you know, happen mm-hmm. between mothers and daughters. That. And um, I couldn't sleep. So I was on my DVR, and I'm watching shows that are recording. And a message comes up about the crash in Buffalo. And wouldn't you know it, Loey, it was at 1030 that that plane crashed. Oh, my goodness. I have had a headache. I have had a headache all day. Um, You weren't the only one who took a nap today. It wasn't until I realized when that crash was, I said, well, that would explain why my daughter and I had our little blowout. I was totally drained by that. I have no doubt. My oldest son, I was, as I say, I clean um, a friend's house on Friday mornings uh, while she's at work. And when I came home, my husband said, uh, Gail, who happens to be my oldest son, lives in Texas, uh, said to tell you he was in Houston. And... um, because I have this awful fear because he's in the air all the time. I mean, he's always on planes. I never know where he's going to be. When September 11th um, happened, he was supposed to be there in that in that town, um, in those buildings. And um, so it was just uh, absolute panic for me. And so now he's really good. He, If there's a, a plane crash or something, he usually lets me know where he's at. Because I never know. I mean, he, he's everywhere. China, all over the United States, Europe. I mean, I think he's got... Quite uh, the traveler. Well, it's his business, you know. And um, I think he's got wanderlust in his in, in his shoes or stardust or something, you know. 
It's just uh, <laughs> he's never around. And, and so, well, that's a and so have you and your daughter made up yet? Yes. Yeah, good. I had the. She got over what was bothering her, and and, and plus it was she also it was knows, She also seems to know. Okay, we have a, a caller, and I think it's Al Jolson, isn't it? No, no, no that's not. Okay, he Corey says that's not Al Jolson. I mean, you know, these phone numbers from heaven are kind of hard. I'm going to bring our caller in. Uh, I clicked this button eight million times. Hello, uh, Ariel. Well, happy Valentine's Day. Hello, happy Valentine's Day to you, my sis. How, How nice you doing? To hear your voice. I'm doing good. Say hi to Roseanne. Hi, Roseanne. Hi. This is Roseanne. This is Sobia. Oh, you know? hi, Sobia. <laughs> hi. Yeah, I think we've talked. Yes, we have. All yes, the time with you, and, and then we all, um, I, I should probably mention, although I don't know why I do this, because they banned me for 24 hours from putting my web address on the chat room, but yeah. I, I, I give them a little bump anyway. But uh, Roseanne, uh, Sobe, and I, and my co-host, Corey, all play at a website called, um, at, what do they call it now? I call it Ion Thunder. Uh, it's Big Fish. Atlantic Fish. Oh, actually, I haven't been there in forever. Yeah. You know, I've it's noticed a, that. I look for you all the time, especially in Riddle, and uh, I never see you anymore. What <laughs> my daughter you? got me hooked on MySpace. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Lord. I have a MySpace. <laughs> yes, I added you as a friend already. Did I ask um, you? You're my number. You're my no, yes. You're my number three. Oh, number three. Just tell me yeah. that your husband's my, number one. No, he doesn't have one. He's no. He's lame. Sobe. <laughs> oh. Let's see. Sobe, we're gonna find out what's gonna come in the future for you. You're kidding. No. <laughs> do I want it all? <laughs> of course you do. Let's see a trip to Maine. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Well, wh- wouldn't you know the first card that I pull? I mean, you people are going to start thinking I fix this, but the first card I pull is the Knave of Cups, and wouldn't you know he's the most romantic card in the deck? Oh my Ooh. God! <laughs> <laughs> well, I did get a box of candy. <laughs> well, he's a romantic. A he's a romantic idealist. Yeah, I think so. so. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got the um, candy for himself. <laughs> well, see there, it does say watch for possible deceit. See, there oh. you go. He had a hidden agenda there with that box of chocolate. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> that fits no, I right tell you this, that Mike and I are too much alike because if I bought Walt a box of chocolates, he'd get one and I'd get the rest. <laughs> well, see, Valentine's Day comes right on the heels of my birthday, so oh. I generally get a com- I usually get a combined. Um, so on mm-hmm. on my birthday, my daughter will bring me my roses. Mm-hmm. So I get my dozen red roses from her, and then my husband baked a cake this oh my year. How cool! And it was so moist. I'm jealous. I don't make cakes that moist. I was, you know, so I, well, I made it hard on him this year. I told him he had to make it pink with purple frosting. Oh, my word. Cool. (laughs) The only only problem we had is he really didn't understand the whole concept of greasing the pan. (laughs) So when when we went to flip it over to put it on the cardboard display thing, it stuck. (laughs) Well, it was so moist. I'm not surprised. I mean, really, you couldn't even cut the thing. Oh my it just, gosh! It the the frosting was actually too heavy to be held up by the cake. It was wonderful. <laughs> I ate it for three days. I don't think I ate anything else but cake. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, and ladies, he, ladies, may we hold on to Sobe's future because I have a uh, uh, knock knock at my door from heaven. I think Al Jolson is here. Oh, and cool! 
So we're going to break in, and we're going to talk to Al Josen, and so feel free to say hello to him, okay? Okay. Is this Al Josen? Yeah, this is Al Josen. Oh, Your old pal, the world's greatest entertainer. <laughs> yeah. How are you, Lois? I'm good, Al. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, I just called because it's Valentine's Day coming up tomorrow. And I uh, thought it would be a great thing if I would, uh, you know, sing a song for the folks, you know, down at the, from the great beyond. You know what I mean? Oh, that we would be so thrilled. Take it away, oh, let's have it. What do you say? What do you say? All right. <laughs> Here we go. You made me love you. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. You made me want to. And all the time you knew it. I guess you always knew it. You made me happy sometimes. Oh, you made me glad. But there were times that, baby, you made me feel so bad. You made me cry for I didn't want to tell you I didn't want to tell you I want some love That's true You know I do Indeed I do Yes I do Give me, give me, give me, give me What I cry for You know you got the brand of kisses That I die for You know you made me Love you. Thank you, folks. Hope you enjoyed that. It was my great Thank pleasure. You. All right. Happy Valentine's Day to each and every one of you. All right. I'm going back to heaven or the other place. <laughs> Take care. Take care. Thank you. <laughs> And I want everybody to know that was um, that was Richard Halpern as Al Jolson. He is an impersonator. He lives out in California. He also impersonates Austin Powers. You can visit his website at uh, richardhalpern.info, I believe. And uh, he has some YouTube videos up. He, uh, you can see him do his Al Jolson Roaring Twenties uh, review, and you can see him as. Austin Powers, and I swear to you guys, you would not know it's not Austin Powers. So if you get a chance, <laughs> visit Richard Halpern at... Uh, RichardHalpern.info. Uh, okay. And, Roseanne, back to you and Sobe. It's all yours. <laughs> well, what shall we do for you today, Sobe? Well, I don't know. You read my future. <laughs> you know, I usually get rolled. No, I read, I read your love. No, my love. Um, I usually get rosy. This is the first year I've gotten a box of candy in a long time. <laughs> Let's see what pops out for you. You make me love you. Well, that will probably close this show down. Just that little bit. Okay, here we go, Sobe. Let's see. I pulled for you the Five of Wands, which is, um, there's some sort of little obstacle going on, little is tiny it? conflict. It's nothing major. It's nothing major. Maybe it's something you haven't made your mind up about or something that <laughs> you want to do that the other half isn't really in the mood to do. I didn't mean that. Um <laughs> But, you know, it, it could be something simple, like he doesn't agree on the new drapes you want to buy. I don't know, but it's something small. Too but <laughs> <laughs> But it's followed up with the priestess. So <clears throat> regardless of this conflict, the priestesses are into, tells us that um, we follow our intuition. Yeah. So... <clears throat> It's probably going to go your way because you're going to be the most um, persuasive in whatever conflict. Cool. So even if it's a decision you're making within yourself, 
if you follow your intuition about the decision, you'll be right on course. Okay. <laughs> Good. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm the boss. <laughs> well, I'm That's right. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> so it seems to me like um, maybe if, since you've already got the new curtains, it might be the color of the paint that you're planning on it getting for the be, bedroom but wall. <laughs> I, I really don't think that makes a big difference to him. Because she's right on target there with the curtains and so on. And, and so I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, call in number. It's the it's the it's the help that might might not might not be willing. <laughs> oh, haha! Yeah, we went through we went through that. Was it last year? Year before? <clears throat> we put we put in a jacuzzi tub in the master bath. Oh, cool. And nice. I, yeah, well, my other tub cracked. It was $500 to replace the tub with one that was just like it, or, you know, 800 to put in a jacuzzi tub. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I can I, see I, why I, I would have done that, too. Yeah, you know, because I had a really big tub to begin with, then the whole thing cracked right around the drain. Oh, my God. And I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not fixing this. this I'm, I, I love my bath. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I put yeah. You know, well, I figured as long as we're yanking everything out and included a um, a an additional little wall piece that made one wall for the surround, uh-huh. we decided to take that out, open it up. I figured as long as we're doing all of this, I'm going to change the color in here because it was awful. So I picked a color, and then I did a sponging over it in another, yeah. you know, in a complementary color. And it's the first time I've ever done sponging, so I figured the bathroom is the perfect place to try something like that because we have a guest bath, so no one has to see <laughs> if it looks really, really bad. So <clears throat> the entire house is pretty much blue and ivory walls, okay. and blue carpet and ivory walls. And so I have had it up to my eyeballs with blue <laughs> so what's 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 as far from blue as you can go? I went to green in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, a nice, you know, outdoorsy kind of green, you know. So I got that, this really, really, really nice that they use. Bring the outdoors in. Yeah, well, it's my tub. I live in there, <laughs> the out, you, especially. Did you get especially a green up tub? here? No, the tub is the tub is white. Good. I and feel so better. I got Yeah. So I got this green and when you just put that green on cuz it's the base coat, my husband walked in and went, "Oh my god, cuz it's really bright." This <laughs> is oh. really 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 bright green and he was really worried. <laughs> I said, don't worry about it. I got a forest green to put over it with the sponging, and it looks really pretty. I love it. still get the eye roll every now and again. <laughs> but it was too late. I had already sponged over, and I'm like, well, if you want to fix it, then you're going to have to like put three layers of primer down. So. <laughs> Uh-oh. When Sobe was here, we... Um Sylvie and I painted my bathroom, and we did a lot of things in my bathroom. We put in a new toilet. We put in a new bathroom sink and uh, faucet and in. in a new top, countertop. And um, we uh, painted, yeah, we did work. We worked hard. We painted the bathroom cream and a shade of green. But my, my green is more like, uh, you're in the army now. Kind of green. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, um, oh, it's not that dark. Darker. But it's pretty. No, it's really, it's really bright when you walk in there, especially like first thing in the morning, and or at like seven o'clock at night when the sun comes through the window. Well, it's like, woo! I'm awake now. I, I'm, until I've had my coffee, I don't want to hear the phone. I don't want to see the sun, and I don't want bright. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not very. I'm not a morning person. And really, I, really, I'm not. I mean, I get up at five o'clock every day. Um, but I get up at five o'clock and I, I 
sit and I have my coffee and I'm just real. I play my riddle and gripe at I on Thunder. Oh, that's what I was doing. I was giving them a plug, wasn't I? Um, <laughs> another plug. The nerve of them banning me for 24 hours. Really? Did you know that? Did you know I was banned for 24 hours? Yeah, I remember. Again? or No, no, just, just the one, one time. I learned fast. They only have to tell me once. And actually, if they'd only... If they told me, I would have stopped. Well, yeah. I have, on, on my MySpace, I have 800 or so friends. Right. So I can average that. Yeah. I have 899 page views. Wow. And um, I saw, as soon as I saw that, oh, yeah, we're confirmed for tonight, I went on there and put my mood that, you know, I let everybody know that I would be tonight. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I sent... I set up an account for my dad because he's in California at the moment. I'm like, Dad, I'm going to be on the radio again tonight. He's like, well, I'm not going to get that station. I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> on the computer, Dad. Exactly. I'll just eat. I'll create your account, send you the sign-in and password, and then you can get on. Maybe he's our guest. We have a guest in the chat room, but I don't know who it is. And guests can't, can't chat in the chat room. Sorry, the phone's huh. dead. Oh, no, I it isn't. Trying, I, was, I was trying to get signed into the chat room, and I can't. I, my password's no good anymore. Oh, well, you have to try, like, more than once. Where, where, I, I usually have to sign in twice. Hmm. Where's your dad at in California? In Whittier. Oh, I know who that is. That's up by L.A. Yep. Yep, because I was born and raised in California. And really? then I sat on my brains and decided I wanted to move to Maine, where the <laughs> snow was pretty and the twigs enclosed in ice were beautiful. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. nobody told me how cold it had to be <laughs> to take those pretty pictures. And do you know what else they didn't tell me? Do you know it snows and ice gets on the roads? <laughs> and nobody told me that. Who would have thunk it? So... I had to learn to drive in this stuff, and I'm still learning, and I've only been here 30 years. <laughs> well, we had we had our first scare with our team driver in bad weather <laughs> on oh. Christmas Eve. Um, she was the next town over and was coming home to do what we, we kind of do a big Thanksgiving Eve thing. You know, okay. we make a bunch of food and... Um, the kids have special Christmas jammies, and my daughter plays the violin a little bit, and we read the story and play Christmas bingo, all kinds of stuff. So I'm just, you know, just getting the last loaf of pepperoni bread out of the the oven, and you know, I've got the pigs in a blanket ready to go, and uh, I call her and I'm like, um, you coming home? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, you know, it's gonna be some black ice on the road, you know take your time and I get a call about 15 minutes later she's absolutely in a panic she had gone off the road oh my but the way she had gone off the road there is no way on earth she could have been any luckier she went straight going downhill to the entrance to the dump and the road turns off to the left she went straight but we had had so much snow that there was a ramp of snow at the entrance to the dump, and she went up this ramp and ended up 10 feet in the air, her car sitting oh, up wow. on top of this thing. If she had been going, now you could see her, like, skid marks, the, the yeah. tires, she just never made the turn, never made the turn, she just went straight. If she had been going five miles an hour faster, she would have jumped the fence and gone into the ditch. Wow. But she, luckily, she just crested the snow and buried the thing, I mean, all up to the axles. The radiator was packed with snow. And, you know, she obviously had about a, as close as I, I ever want to be. Mm, that's frightening. That's frightening. God, God knows she had it. He put an angel on each one of her shoulders, I guess. Um, that's that's, a, at the, that's at the very least. At the least, yeah. Oh, 
Well, it sounds like um, your pre-Thanksgiving is just as good as uh, Thanksgiving Day itself. It sounds like a wonderful... Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Oh. Christmas. Did I say Thanksgiving? Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what happens? Uh, you get old and, and you get the, the holidays confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 7.30, so we a couple more minutes, and then I want to do that other blessing. Light our other oh. I got two minutes to go on my clock here, so for, for half time. And I hadn't oh. thought, but you thought I did. I didn't. Let's see. Hey, Sobe, we got yeah. real... Uh, um, go ahead, Roseanne. We got... Oh, yes, yeah, 7.30, so... Oh. Light the candle, our second candle. Yes, this one. This one is for the uh, the victims of the plane crash last night. We do this as the there were um, no many hand of the no. Well, there were two in the house that survived. There were three people in the house that the plane hit. Two, the, the woman and her daughter survived. No. No. Yeah. So this is for the victims of the plane crash. Um, we do this as the minute hand of the clock swings up for closure mm -hmm. for their souls. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why I opened with the other blessing candle because when you have the minute hand swinging down, open your heart. So, since it was Valentine's Day, I thought we'd do the opening blessing, and usually you do things after the half hour for the closure. Ah, very, very good. That's, um, we all are learning something new here, because I didn't know that either, and I thought I was Well, my, my husband had a job interview the other day, and he's starting to get discouraged this economy is terrible, and he's never been out of work before, and it's really starting to get to him. And he really, it's not, it wasn't the optimum job, but it was close, and it would at least be something, and he could keep looking for the job of his dreams. Uh -huh. um, so I I looked at him, and he's he was raised in an extremely Catholic household. Why he ever married me, I don't know. <laughs> but... Um, he goes, I really want a job. So I just looked at him and I said, okay, I know I'm a whack job, but go with this. You'll run into my drawer, and I'm pawing through my pile of stones in there, and I pull out a cat's eye and uh, a hematite, and I say, here, put these in your left pocket. And he goes, the left pocket. I said, that's where the energy comes in from, your left side. That's why if you look at the, like when people read palms, if you look at the lines oh. on your palms, there, there is more there are more lines on your left hand than there are on your right hand because the left hand is your hand of destiny and your right hand is what you've done. So they usually read the left hand because that's your destiny hand. Okay, that's um, So any any time you're bringing energy in, when I do a healing massage on him, I always use put my left hand on him and put my right hand into a fist because the left side brings in and the right hand lets out, but I want to hold all of the bad energy into one chunk and release it all at once. I want to just leave my hand open and let that go back into the air. So oh. I want to release it with one chunk. That's pretty interesting. Hmm. Wow. Yes, it is. So, it is so would you like to cut the cards for me? Sure. I can do that for you. You want one, two, love, do you want? Because I don't think I've ever done a pass for you. I think I've done, like, card of the day. A few times. Whoa, somebody just jumped out of the deck and under the table. Ooh. Story <laughs> uh, of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh The healing cards, the nine of wands. The healing card. So let's see what comes up with that. I 
sit here with bated breath? Um, <laughs> did, <laughs> did you have a fight with someone or a disagreement of some kind with someone? That I'm ticked off all the time. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> Now, this would be something that really hurt your feelings. Yeah, see. Something that really hurt my feelings. And and, and I would have said something, probably, huh? Okay. It, it might have had to do with something materialistic, because I pulled up the Four of Discs also. Okay, your, your Nine of Wands is a healing card. And I brought, pulled the Two, the two of Swords, which is a... Um, a compromise card so there was a, a disagreement that was made up but something that was said or done possibly in reference to some materialistic item because that's what the four of discs is um, that really bugged you and you're still working on getting over that to some degree I bet it's my driveway I'll bet you money it's my driveway <laughs> what do you want to bet sis yeah that's possible <laughs> I what happened with your driveway. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it does. I, I, I traded houses three years ago, and I have to share my driveway. There's a right-of-way, but it's okay. not used as a right-of-way. They park in it. I have to play musical cars if I want to drive my PT Cruiser. And, um, and for two years, I was courteous and considerate, and I've stopped being courteous and considerate. I know nobody can believe that, but it's true. I have stopped. Because I had to, in the winter, I had to climb in the passenger side of my car to get in and out uh, to the driver's side, you know. And so I'm not doing that this year. This year I'm parking so I can get in and out of the driver's side. I don't care if it inconveniences anyone on the other side of my driveway. And um, I've asked the gentleman that owns the house next door to uh, do something about a driveway on the other side of that house because he owns the next two houses, and it's really a big deal to me, which anybody that knows me on a daily basis would say it's really a big deal to Loey, because it is. And so I will once again ask him to do something about the driveway because this winter we have had so much snow and it has been so miserable that I'm cranky all the time when I think about it. Um, so I would be willing to bet it's um, my driveway. That's probably it. That's probably it. Because it's ongoing. And just, yeah. Like if I went and looked out my window right now, there's probably all kinds of cars parked on the other side of my driveway. And uh, if, I wanted, if I needed to get my cruiser out from behind my van, then I would have to pull my van out, park it on the road, get my cruiser out, park it on the road, go out on the road, get my van, put it back, and then when I came home, just reverse that. So it makes me cranky. And that's being a real nice... I would imagine. It, it's real nice when I say cranky. And um, so I would bet that's just what we're talking about. Does it show any resolution there? Is there anything that... that does it... Would, is that a, something that would perhaps be there? Does it show any kind of uh, well, the um, happy <laughs> <laughs> relief? <laughs> Give me a glass of wine. Well, it will be fine. Yeah. See, the two of swords is is it's a it's a temporary resolution, and not all the obstacles are are overcome. There's short, you know, you're getting relief in bits and bits. Um, so I'm I'm guessing it's not worked out yet, but let's see. It's on your mind, though. 24-7. It's in your energy, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's in your energy. Probably, maybe I don't share very well, but perhaps if they used it as a right-of-way instead of as a driveway, and uh, when the snowplow comes and does the other half and I'm out there with my snowblower on the other side. I mean, it's not like there's a big line down the middle or anything, you know. Right. And I, I get, I'm out there and the air is blue. All around my head, the air is blue because I'm saying some words and they're not nice. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Ooh. See, people, people in the city 
that whole right-of-way thing, we have that on our property because of the way that, that my dad's, we have 82 acres. Wow. There's a farm right next to, right next to the front piece. There's like a, I don't know, we have maybe seven acres here in the front, and that's where our house is. And then my dad has about 10 open acres where his house is. And there's a ravine and um, a road that goes behind it to attach the two houses, but there's this little tiny piece where we have to go on the neighbor's property, but we have the easement, we have the right-of-way, we have to have access to that old logging road. And one year, when they first got their horses, they put up a fence. Oh! <laughs> and we had to remind them that <clears throat> they can't do that. So they had to take down a big chunk of the fence that separated the properties. And then they went and got pigs and put the pigs right next to the oh, easement. pigs? Yes. Like and the kind you make bacon out of, you mean? Yeah. Okay. And they didn't tell us that they were there. And my daughter had gotten a, a new horse that was only a couple of years old and had gone from my dad's house where the barn is coming down to our house using that right-of-way and the pig scared the horse, and gee, I don't know, it's five hundred dollars later to have both legs stitched on the horse because she tried jumping their fence. Oh, the wire wire fence that they put up, and she didn't clear it because she didn't see it. She panicked when she saw the pigs. Yeah. So now they tell us when they move the pigs back in the spring. Oh, the pigs are back, by the way. Okay, thank you. That must smell nice. Oh, it's it's seven acres from my front door. I don't smell. Oh, anything. good. <laughs> they have they have big um, Belgian horses. I mean, we don't smell anything. Oh, we well, horses are bad, but I'll tell you what, that that uh, stuff that they dump for the pigs to eat just grosses me right out, the smell. Have you ever smelled that stuff? No. Well, walk by in the high summer and, and get a whiff of that, boy. If you, if, if I don't think they keep them very long. They're not very big. I think no. he rotates them out pretty quickly. Ah. Um, one had gotten loose one day, though. It was really funny. My son is sitting at our house's position, so it faces their house, because I wanted the mountain view. Yeah. And so my son's sitting on the porch, and he starts laughing. I'm like, what's so funny? He goes, there's a pig running around. <laughs> and here's, here's this guy. I mean, he's got to be he's got to be in his 60s chasing this pig around <laughs> to try to get it back in the pen. You know, I just had this wonderful, this wonderful idea. Maybe we could, we could really get rich if we marketed this idea. You know how people have such a difficult time dieting. But I could, I would, I, I would advise that if you want to go on a diet, and that of course involves decreasing the amount of foods you eat and and what you eat. Uh, we could start a pig farm, and, and you know when they dump those potatoes and stuff out in the front. Uh, um, in the, the food pile thing, and it sits there in the sunshine, and it gives this really horrid smell. We could we could recommend that they walk past it three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They wouldn't eat for a month. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough way to go, though. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I don't have to worry about that. I, I don't need to diet, I don't think. Do I need to diet? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I was I was shuffling my deck of cards and I and a um, an interesting card came out and I'm just wondering maybe it's somebody because I keep looking over at the chat room. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it if I wonder if it's for anybody in there. I pulled up um, <clears throat> the three of bits, which has to do with some construction. So I know yeah, what? It has to do with construction. Oh, okay. So, and I didn't know if anybody had anything going on where they're doing, you know, building something. It doesn't necessarily mean an actual building, but something they're working on. You know, maybe themselves to their community or something. But it, it jumped out of the... <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have anybody but you two, and I'm going to get overrun with your energy, so I was reaching out for something else. Okay. <laughs> well, I just might, you know, just a clue. <laughs> ah, we have, it looks, Roseanne, we have, uh, um, would that be Diviny Divini? Symbolically in my life, yes. 
not physically. Um, this, yes, this construction, uh, this card also refers to um, learning something new about yourself through some sort of physical craft. So it's, it's really referring to doing something, making something, building something. But it doesn't have to be big. I mean, it could be a popsicle stick house. It's nothing, nothing big and fancy, but it's something that someone's doing to kind of get in touch with part of themselves, sort of therapeutically. Divini. Okay, we got. Thank you for the pronunciation. Oh, okay. So maybe it is Divini. Yeah, I was thinking it might be because she was really right into it. Um, let, me, let me see what else pops out for us. Divini, just say my name in your head. Yep, it's her. I pulled the Empress. And um, let's see. With reference to this um, three of discs, um, the Empress would be um, um, a, a cre creation of a basis for growth. So um, that definitely would go hand in hand with quite literally rebuilding your environment. So yeah, that's her. Do you have any other, do you have a question? Because obviously so I think Divini has the helm. From me. Oh, it's a him? I'm sorry. It's okay. Sometimes it's awfully hard to tell gender here. <laughs> but do... <laughs> Ooh. Sweetie. Hmm. All right. Well, so we're awfully glad that you're getting your life back on track. Sometimes uh, life throws things at us, and we just don't uh, know how to handle it right away. And so then, when um, we start getting back on track and things start working out, that's really kind of good. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that you're you're in <laughs> both your meat meal. Good for you. you good we for all you. should be, huh? That's great. <laughs> But I, I'm just wondering, be, because I pulled a card at random that seemed to apply to someone in our, our chat room, I'm just wondering if maybe subconsciously his energy is trying to tell me something that he wants to ask. or He doesn't have to ask me the actual question. If he just wants to think of one, I can pull an answer for him or, or something. Well, sometimes six months can seem like uh, six or 60 years, so... Um. It's very nice to see that you are rebuilding your life. Uh, are you thinking of uh, something you'd like uh, to know or, or think about? Jo uh, Roseanne would be uh, more than happy to pull another card. If you just think of any, then I think that, you know, perhaps Roseanne can uh, perhaps give you some um, direction. I'm watching the candle flicker as you do this. We had I see Sophie just just got into the um chat room. Yep, I see her. Her, her, her card just went back out at me. <laughs> I just got I just got um, in because I, I refreshed the page. Answers earlier got my answer. <laughs> you want a question, can you read on my children? Sure. Let's see. Okay, just think my name. One more. Okay. Um All right. We have, I pulled three cards. Now, I'll give my little speech again. Remember, zero cards don't literally mean what they are called. So, 
like earlier. I didn't. <laughs> I tell Loie that the first card I pulled for for Loie earlier was Death Card, um, but that Death Card, you know, just means something changing. So maybe that goes back to your whole drive. Um, oh. <laughs> so, but for uh, the energy that I got from Devaney regarding um, his children. I pulled the hanged man, and it's it's about self-sacrifice um, or being at the end of your rope, so to speak. Um, in in essence, it's just like the death card in that there's some sort of transformation taking place. Um, next, I pulled the six of cups. Um, the childhood card, but it's not really childhood. It's talking about um, new ideas, new ways of thinking, new um, new circumstances, um, and tapped off with the Knave of Wands, which is um, an internal conflict. So I'm guessing that there's some sort of emotional uh, to and fro, tug of war going on. Um, either uh, between the children themselves or um, maybe between you and the kids or um, uh, something that's not it's not resolved yet and it's it's showing that it's um, causing a little bit of friction um, Six of Cups. That's going to be the balance. So somewhere along the line, someone has is coming up with a new idea that might bring out resolution. I'm going to pull the final card for this. And it's another six. Um, this time the Six of Wands, which is the achievement. So um, it's going to be a rough road in this sort of tug-of-war thing that's going on, um, but it is going to work itself out. It's just going to take a little more persuasion and maybe a few rough patches where someone's had enough and, and isn't even involved anymore, but will come around. It, it's just changing from an old way of thinking to a new way of thinking that's going to bring the balance. It will happen. I'm um, I'm watching the chat room as as you uh, read his cards, and it seems like you're pretty much on track. Uh, you say something, and then he gives us a, a little explanation of what's going on in in his life, and um, so that sounds really quite reassuring because what I'm hearing Roseanne say is that yes, there's issues now, and uh, the tug of war is happening. New ideas are popping up, and uh, just a translation is that Roseanne does see at the end of this road, this bumpy road, needless to say, some sort of resolution that will make everybody happy, uh, specifically the children's yes. hope. Yes. Well, I, I was doing that with that in mind, so yes. Um, it looks like, um, I, I just say from looking at the chat room, that um, looks like it has been a pretty yeah. good month. I, I can see what uh, what must be happening to your heart inside. And it's Valentine's Day, so I can say your heart inside. Let's see. Yes, I'm sure that um, he's, um, I think everybody can see the chat room that's on, on the air. Um, I can see where um, the children are number one because Number one, they are children, and it's up to the adults and, and the parents to watch out for the kids and, and take them and to make them priority over the parents' feelings towards it's each other. It's amazing how many people I know who don't think that way. No, it is amazing, but you know what? It's a fact of life. The children are the priority, and the adults and parents have to put their hard feelings aside and concentrate on the kids. Mm -hmm. 
card to Oh, oh, um, actually, I just pulled another card for Divini, because um, it's just, I'm getting pulled. So I pulled another card, and this is the um, Seven of Swords, and the Seven of Swords is the opposite card. Duh. Um, but it's it's actually because I pulled it for you, not for the kids. There, um, there, there is a way to fix this without compromising your own integrity. I just want you to know that for yourself, that you're not going to have to give any of your person up to work this out. So you don't have to make great sacrifices. Sticking to your own ideals is going to be the best way to handle it. I have a question for Divini. Um, you say that uh, your uh, the children's mother has vanished with them all. When you say that, do you mean they just went away for the day or have they moved out of their house or, or taken all their belongings? Have they actually vanished or or are they just gone for just to frighten you perhaps? I'm sure you are making great sacrifices right now. If your priority is your children and not yourself, that's always a sacrifice, but it's a worthwhile one. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not talking about personal sacrifices, I'm talking about your person. Who what makes you you? Um your it, it will work out. I can see that. Um, and it's, you don't have to give away a part of what makes you you. Yes, you're making sacrifices with your heart and, and, your, and bits of your soul, especially if you're unable to be with your children. And that's one of the worst things that a person can do is just erase someone from your life. Um, but what, what I'm trying to let you know is that you won't lose yourself as you work this out. It will work out. And it's important to know that you're not going to be, you're still going to be who you are today when this works out. Um, and, and that's probably the most important thing that I could I could say, that you won't lose you. And that way you'll be there for them when this resolves. That sounds like you're going to need to be there for them. Well, I'm going to. I want to thank you, Rosie, and um, you, as always, you are wonderful, and you are usually right on, hit the nail on the head. And um, uh, Sylvia, I'd like to thank you for calling in and and joining us in this. I'd like to thank all of our guests in our chat room. The chat room we're going to leave it up for approximately five or ten minutes, whatever need be. For so that anybody that's having a conversation, if um, you would like to finish that conversation, that's your opportunity. Um, we'll be back um, next week. And on the 27th, we have Lanai Lee. Um, you can find her books on Amazon.com. We will have her. And then for the, t for the two weeks following, we will have another author of, um, we're going to have romance books. We're going to have fiction uh, books um, just it's going to be kind of exciting I think so we'll be doing those interviews and we invite you to call in and chat with the authors and their books will be for sale through Amazon on the on the, my page so that you can just click on it and order so I invite you back next week I invite you back next week and the weeks after we're going to have some pretty interesting shows and um, thank you all for joining us tonight. Chat room is going to stay open for four or five minutes. And here's thank our you, Roseanne. Phone. And also, we oh, anytime. And we can't forget Richard Halpern, who did the Al Jolson tribute at the beginning of the show. You can check him out at Richard Halpern. Yes, he was good. Show. Or he on the twist, he has a live show which is streamed live. If you can't see it live in California at clubcicada.com. Check me out at coreyal.com or radiobedroom.com. Thank you, everyone. And here's mainly Lily to take us out.
geez, that's really sweet. He gives me the thing for 16 seconds, and I thought he was going to... Richard, we've got 10 seconds left. Richard, Al Gilson, Austin Powers, thank you for joining us tonight. We loved your song. You touched the chord in our heart. Happy Valentine's Day to one and all. May your life be filled with chocolates and candles and good friends and love. You've just listened to an IYR The Classics broadcast. Learn more about IYR The Classics at theclassics.itsyourradio.com. It's your radio, the future of radio. www.itsyourradio.com.